Triple M's The Real Football Show Catch-Up. Saturday mornings from 7am for CMI Toyota, SA's number one Toyota dealer. Oh, yeah. No, oh, that's a bit premature. We're off and running. Good morning. We got Phil Stubbins and Albie Kid. How are you, boys? Top of the morning, Dets. How are you, yeah. mate? Stubbsy. Plenty to talk about in the world of real football this week. Uh, what about Barcelona, Phil? Look, it's an unbelievable outcome, I have to say. Obviously, everyone, I think everyone in world football thought they were gone, but to, to do it as they did in the fashion that they did was just, you know, fairy tale stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was a goal. <laughs> Scottish commentator there. Yeah, Kids. unbelievable. Yeah, look, it was outstanding, wasn't it? I think everyone that watched the game obviously has, you know, immersed themselves in the in the enjoyment of it. But to um, come back like they did and score the goal in the minute that they did was just outstanding. 6-1 victory at the new Camp. Unbelievable. That must have been outstanding <laughs> yeah. to be there, you know. What a, what a result. Yeah. Anyway, Incredible. so much to talk about. Hey, Riley McGree's going to join us later on this morning, which is very exciting. How about this young boy? Uh, what, uh, half a season in with Adelaide United gets picked for the Socceroos. It's amazing. 18-year-old, eh? Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, look, we said earlier, didn't we, on the show, I think, you know, probably four or five weeks ago, maybe even further back than that, but um, he's certainly a, a prospect and he's kicked on, so he's, he's, a, he's a kid that's got a strong mentality and I think he's got the talent as well. All right, so we'll talk to him later on. Let's just hope uh, they've got him on a three-year contract that's, and he doesn't go <laughs> like the rest of them. You know? Yeah, but you say that. Look, if the lad has to go, he's got to go. I mean, if he needs to play at a higher level, he has to go, Albie. Yeah, but the thing is, if he's got a three-year contract, he'll get some money for him. So they've, they've yeah. got to do some very good management business there. Yeah, fair point. Now, to kick the show off this morning, I want to talk to you you, uh, about red cards. Now, look, I'm not going to change the world. I'm not going to change the game that's been around forever. I know that. But it's very frustrating. Albie, last night, um, and this happens every week, it's not only about last night, but uh, in the uh, National Premier League, Bacala played Cumberland, 3-1 victory to Bacala, but 21 minutes into the game, there's a red card. It ruins the game. This is a, I, I think this is a real blight on this great sport. You know, and we're talking about this. This fella hasn't done anything malicious or dirty or filthy. He's laid a challenge. Happened to be his second iffy challenge, and he's off. It ruins the game. Twenty minutes in, you're a man down. Game's over. It's interpretation of the law. Look, the referees are under scrutiny uh, to 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 roll out the the conditions of the game, and that's what they do. But but you, long time ago, or times gone by, people used to say to you, um, settle down or I'll send you off. The referee had a good rapport with the players. Now, they are under scrutiny and it happens every week. We're talking about referees every single week, but last night, um, I really thought a common sense prevailed there. It was only, I think it was only about 18, 19 minutes in and the lad's hand was uh, was sent off for a second uh, mm. yellow card. Mm. I just thought, you know, you should have just said, look, listen, that's your last one. Uh, Any more, you're off. No, there shouldn't be a send-off. Do you know, yep. the AFL have been arguing for years and years, oh, we should copy soccer and have send-off. It ruins the game. Do, you know, have other penalties after the game. During the week, the lad, you know, face a tribunal or do whatever you have to do. It, for, for something like two tackles in a game to get sent off, it's just ruined the game. You can't win. You sound a bit like Marco Van Basten now. Dits. Thank you. <laughs> Making some, some well-revolutionary changes. But look... I think at the end of the day, if the referee is there to make, as Albert's just said, you know, interpretation of the law, that's that's where it lies. That's the bottom end of it. I think if if the boy's, you know, legitimately done a, a tackle where it deserves a yellow card and then he's gone again and got another yellow card, then 
It's a difficult one to police. Let's look to the other side of it. You know, it protects the ball players. It protects the better players like the Messi's of this world. And, no, no, and no. It... I get all that. Yeah. I, I get all that part of it. Come up with a different penalty. All right? Say that you're, you're going to miss next week, mate. You just had bit. two yellows. You're out. No. Because you, then you're still off the ground. Yep. Say to the lad, right, two yellows, you, you, you're now missing a game. Don't ruin the game. We had, a, we had a case last year, our club, three minutes into the game, a bloke got a red card for what... You know, half the crowd said, oh, gee, there was nothing in that. And the other half go, oh, yeah, send him off. Now, because it's so grey, three minutes in, you're down to 10 men. Well, you can't win. The game's over. You know that. And you've coached in those situations, Phil. It's, oh, look, it's difficult. It ruins the game. It, it does. And there's always, you know, at the end of the game or during, there's room for their debate, et cetera, et cetera. But the rules have been there for some time now. It's, uh, and I'm here whether, to change them. That's all right. That's right. That's right, mate. It's not right. It's not right. <laughs> but you're right. That's, uh, I was at the game last night, and uh, it just killed the game. You know, it was all Burkala. And that's my point. Uh, after that, I think that was 1-1 at the time when he got sent off. So yeah. it was a good game. Yep. Uh, very um, good. Two sides playing very, very good football. And uh, for him, when he was sent off, it was just um, they got to, they just caved in. There you go. So you've just backed up what I'm saying. Now, you're, you're both traditionalists. You've been in this game all your lives. So, you, you know, you probably can't get your head around this mentality, but you've just said it. It's 1-1. It's a great game. Oh, next minute, it's not a great game. It's over. That's, that's my point. Yeah. I'm not sure of it. The game's too big. Uh, to, to it's difficult changes. to change. Look, there's the, they've, they've got rid of the tackles from behind, etc., etc. Albert just mentioned that before about it's all about the ball players now and the beauty of the game. And I think referees, for the most part, have got a difficult job, but they do get it right more often than not. Um, but there is occasions which we're talking about this morning, Dits, where there's debate surrounding the decisions that have been made and, and people have been down, put down to 10 men. All right, it's the Real Football Show. You can have your say. You can join it at any stage. One triple three five three. What do you think about the red card situation? Am I right? Am I wrong? Let me know. One triple three five three. We're doing it all for CMI Toyota, South Australia's number one Toyota dealer. No red cards. That's a big call, Dits. No, it's not. I reckon it is. No. What do you think, Stumsy? It's a big call, by the way, from the big fella, Dits. <laughs> uh, uh, we're doing it all for CMI Toyota. In a moment, we're going to talk about the Socceroos squad. A couple of big, big surprises there. It's the Real Football Show here on Triple M. Thanks to CMI Toyota, South Australia's number one Toyota dealer. One triple three five three. Roger's giving us a call. Good morning, Roger. Good morning, boys. How are you going? Roger. Yeah, good. What would you like to say, Roger? Uh, well, I was just thinking about what you were talking about, the yellow card, and um, and thinking back, like, in, the, in AFL, at times, a free kick's given away, and you've given away a 50-metre penalty, which is the difference between uh, having a shot on goal and not. And I reckon in the soccer game that... If, you know, if you're given two yellow cards, the the I think the next the next um, what should occur is that instead of uh, the red card and off you go, I believe that it should be given a penalty. Ooh, I like Roger. that one, there Roger. That's that good. way, then you, you keep that you're keeping. Firstly, there's a penalty for for the indiscretion. Secondly, you've got your full side on, and thirdly, it's an incentive to get that goal back which then makes it a greater spectacle for the fans. It does indeed. Roger, well done. Roger, I like, that. I like oh, yeah. it. Very good. One triple three five three. Good call. Penalised. I like that one. We have a penalty kick. Mm, not bad at all. Yep. Uh, good call, Roger. Hey, moving on. Uh, the, our squad's been uh, announced for the Socceroos. Now, as we've said, Riley McGree, this is a great story, and he'll join us a little bit later on this morning. Um, the fella you've been talking about all year, Albie, Tim Cahill, is he worthy of being in the Socceroos squad? 
I've got to say no, Dits. Oh, no. You know, I love him a bit, and he's great for the game. But but let's be honest about it. You know, he's he's up there in years now. He's not doing the business for his club, in my opinion, my humble opinion. Um, week in, week out, we see him. Um, we'll see him in a couple of games that's not even touching the ball or mm. getting a touch. And for him to be brought into the Socceroos again, I, I think it's uh, I think it's a pat in the back stuff uh, happening there, and uh, it shouldn't happen. I think, look, just f- there's a bit of a story in this, but I think obviously the timing and introduction of the youth that Angie's brought into this squad now is quite refreshing. He's done that obviously with an eye on the future. Tim Cahill's his joker in the pack, Albie. He's, yeah. he's relied on him for years and years, or the Socceroos have, and he, he's, he's always come up with the goods. Now, if it's 10 minutes, it's a 15-minute cameo, etc. Maybe in Angie's eyes, he's still got that at the back of his head that he can come and do a job. And he's also now introducing all these youth, which he's having a look at. And I think that the, the time will come where... He obviously makes the decision on him. Whether that's immediate or not, obviously it's not. But he's but he's clearly not in on form. There's no way in the world. He can score a goal, it's he's not a ninety minute player anymore. We you haven't know, seen it. We haven't he, seen he, it. This he's year. thirty-seven years of age. He scored a few goals. Um <clears throat> and look at that level, he he's a proven goal scorer. I'm just giving you the mind's eye of no, what No, no, no. I, I, I accept what you're saying. And look, yep. in every team, we always love to have a, a bit of experience there. No doubt about that. But you're actually playing one man down with him at the moment because he doesn't contribute. So what you're saying, Stubbs, is, is you're, you're bringing Cale in to be an impact player for the last 15 minutes against, yep. you know, United Arab Emirates or whatever. He's going to come on and then maybe sneak a goal there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and that's obviously why he's in the squad. I think everyone's in the same vein of thought as what we're uh, speaking about. And Angel being that bucket as well. He's going to be saying the same thing. But at this present time, he's taking him with him. I think it's just convenience. I, th- I really think it's convenience for him to be in there. I think there's a bit of pressure on there to, to maybe include him in the squad. Hmm. I think we so. should get Angel on. See maybe. What yeah. um, good news, Awa Mabil in the squad. Great little player. Obviously another one that's come through Adelaide United. Um, Bruce Kamau, we mentioned in times gone by, but Ewan Mabil, great little player. And I think it's a great incentive now. Angie's putting these young kids in. Raleigh McGree, we're going to be speaking to later on as well. If the boys are doing the business, they're getting a real opportunity and they're getting it early in the career. So who knows where they can go with it? Great introduction. I think it's a good young squad. I, I'm actually wrapped about this. I've been worried about the Socceroos for a couple of years personally. I, I, there hasn't been any excitement There's there. There's some energy there, Ditch. But yeah. now, they, you read some of these young is, players out, yeah. Phil. Yeah. Well, Amazing. obviously Gersbach, you've got Goodwin as well, another Adelaide yep. boy. Uh, Dajanic as well, who was a kid that I had at the AIS, Ryan Edwards. And the list goes on. So Troisi? Think, yeah, Troisi. Well, he's, Moy. He's, he's fantastic at the moment. Aaron Moy and Troisi. He's potentially a very, very good side that he can put out there. I agree. Yeah. Vukovic. Young, young and exciting. <laughs> Danny Vukovic. Vukovic done fantastically well. Obviously, he he's does. tried to prove people wrong. He left Melbourne victory. And um, obviously, I think he'll have had a smile on his face beating them last week for Sydney <laughs> FC. So... A great inclusion. It's a good squad. Um, Tommy Rodjick, obviously coming back as well. Albie, you'll know yep, that from Celtic. Yep. So some very, very good young players there. One triple three five three. Should Tim Cahill be in this Socceroos squad? <laughs> I, I, I just don't. Un- yeah, no, I, I don't. Is it pressure? Is, it, is it, it? Is it the FFA? Is it the promotions yeah. of the A League? There's a lot involved in that decision. I think. Oh, How I many agree. caps is he sitting on, lads? Is he sitting on a, a, a 90, number? It's in the nineties. Okay. I'll let you know. He's played 94 times. Well, there you go. They're trying to get him to rack up another six games as an impact player, in Stubbs' opinion. And he's got <laughs> the, the, the magic 100. Yeah, all right. Well, he's done it. He's done it for years. One triple three five three. should Tim Cahill still be in the Socceroos squad? It's the real football show for CMI Toyota, South Australia's number one Toyota dealer. Ah, uh, the real football show, thanks to CMI Toyota. You can join in at any stage on one triple three five three. Let's go to Turek Gardens. Good morning, Con. 
Uh, good morning, men. Happy Saturday. Good on you, Craig. Right, what can we do for you? Uh, I, I was going to say drop uh, drop Timmy, but I've got a selfie with him. Uh, <laughs> oh, when, well. when they last came, when they last came to Adelaide, when Ange naughtily didn't even play him one minute. Um, but yeah, um, impact player like Albie said, uh, Ditz, um, he's it, still got the leaping power and the heading power. Um, if we're going to be trailing uh, and it's a line ball game against uh, w- one of these um, Middle uh, Eastern countries. You're not living in the past, are you? I, I, he used to be able to leap and head, but haven't <laughs> quite seen it this year in the A-League. Look, uh, No, not as much. Uh, and just on your send-off thing very quickly, Dick, we're all whistling into the wind, aren't we, the way the laws of the game bo- uh, uh, board uh, moves so slowly. Um, but um, what about so that... Um, the player can't run around bashing people like in the AFL Grand Final and stay on on the field. Um, what about if you get two yellow cards? You get substituted. You can't be on the field, but you get substituted. I don't mind that. Eleven against eleven. That's I don't a mind very, that. very good yeah. uh, recommendation. Yep. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That So you're actually sending the fella off, but you still got eleven men. Actually, Con, I really, really like that. Well done. Good call. No, call. that's that's, yeah. a, that's a brilliant suggestion. Really, it is. You know, you're, you're penalising the, the, the team by way of taking a player off and then bringing a sub on. <clears throat> so it's 11 v 11. Not bad. I wouldn't mind seeing that, actually. I like Rogers first, to be honest. The penalty? Penalty. Hmm. Well, both good suggestions. <clears throat> yeah, both have are. got merit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 13353, give us a call at any stage. Uh, in a moment, we're going to talk to Riley McGree. This is a very exciting young Adelaide United boy, 18 years of age. And he's been picked in the Socceroos squad. He'll it's be the, buzzing. Yeah, the real football show for CMI Toyota, South Australia's number one Toyota dealer. <clears throat> the real football show here on Triple M. We do it every Saturday morning. Hey, coming up, Dead Set Legends. you got KG and Jars. They'll talk to Rodney Hogg about the controversial test series over there in India. Terry McAuliffe about the Adelaide Cup coming up Monday and Port Ruckman Jackson Trengo. That's coming up. On Dead Set Legends. Uh, this morning, though, all thanks to CMI Toyota. Hey, Ryan Burkett has tweeted. Uh, he likes the idea about the penalty for the second yellow. Uh, as long as the defender, or the offender, he says, as long as the offender misses next week. And I think we've all agreed yeah, we like correct. that idea. Yeah, Very good. <clears throat> yeah, pardon me. Um, Phil, yes, sir. I want to throw this one to you. Um, the A-League. The results in the uh, Asian Champions League have been nothing short of embarrassing. And my question to you is, where are we at with the A-League at the moment? What's the standard? And, and yeah, is it, is it strong moving forward? Is it in a good position? No, it's not. And I think, obviously, the finances, et cetera, attached to the A-League is, is restrictive of, of what we're able to offer the game, basically, and offer the public. I think the ACL, Adelaide United aside, who still, unfortunately, got beat. You know, Western Sydney Wanderers and, and Raw copying that hiding. It's It's... It's just behind where we've been in the past, and it, it's disappointing. The A League itself, you know, we grew, there's a market out there in Asia that's that there's a hell of a lot of money involved. We've got a restrictive salary cap here, and something has to change because at the moment, I think the A League's a little bit. Is it tired? Is it getting a little bit worn out? If you look reflectively at Sydney FC, they've had 11,000 people last night, 13,000 against Victory, and 8,000 against Central. Um, the Knicks. They're not. They're not good. It, crowds. It's not good, but that's a team that's. I think the 40 points in front of. of our Adelaide United at yeah. the top of the league playing some champagne football yep. and that's the crowds that we're getting so it's not enough and people are voting with the feet so in answer to your question mate no it's not in a, a healthy state at the moment in my opinion but you look at the, the difference here with Adelaide to Sydney the salary cap's clearly not working 
Well, there's obviously a bending and swaying of that salary cap, Albert. That's that's clearly evident, in my opinion. I think Simon Hill came out with a statement that Melbourne City has spent a hell of a lot of money, about £9 million this year. But I think Sydney FC, in terms of a squad as well, have assembled a very expensive squad. Obviously, in their opinion and, and everything else, the, the salary cap's in place, and I'm sure that it is. But um, you'd have to question that. But you look at the uh, ACL, you know, you're, you, it's not a level playing field. You know, they've not got any restrictions, as you say, Stubbsy. But here, you know, I think that there needs to be a salary cap. Let's be sensible about it. Yep. But, um, you know, looking at the marquee players coming in, that should be a separate item altogether. I agree with that. I think that the salary cap that's been put in place for the local players, the A-League players, Australian boys, I think that needs to remain. But there needs to be something where they can open the floodgates a little bit and spend some money, if they have that money, to bring these foreigners in of the top degree that can service the needs of the team when the ACL comes up. Because at the moment, we're falling short of the mark and you're going to China and places like this, Japan, and they're spending millions of dollars on individual players. We're doing that for a full salary cap, I'll be. Who's the best uh, marquee player in the, the A-League just now? Well, statistically, it's Ninkovic. And in my opinion, it's Ninkovic. Um, he's doing a fantastic, wonderful job with... Um, Sydney FC and you know he's a player that, that's, that's come to the table obviously Sydney have, have, have done what they've done seasons past but I think this year he's, he's really taken them to another level he is a decent player let's be honest about it he's, he's playing well and he's scoring goals and yep. all the above but profiling you need profile and that's what the market is for he's not a turn the TV on it, type player Del, if it's not, not a Del Piero if I, if I hear point. Yeah, that he's playing I'm not going to race home And whereas Del Piero I can understand why a lot of real passionate football people would have thought, hey, he's playing, I'm going home to put the TV on. Something needs to happen where the marquees that are coming into the, the A-League uh, have got a real genuine attachment of marquee next to the name. And that's something that the FFA, the clubs themselves, need to sit down and discuss because as a marketing tool and commercially where we're going with the game, it's not to a point where the people are supporting it by going there and through the turnstiles. Unlike bits. us, we have a turn-on factor every Saturday morning. The real football show. That's correct. Thanks it's to CMI Toyota, Phil Stubbins and Albie Kidd with us this morning. The Real Football Show on a Saturday morning, 7.44 it is, thanks to CMI Toyota. Well, this is one of the great stories of the year. It really is. After only a handful of games at Adelaide United, Riley McGree has been named in the Socceroos squad, the 18-year-old, and he joins us. Riley, good morning. Good morning, guys. How good. are you? Thanks for, Riley, getting out of bed, mate. thanks for getting out of bed to take our call, mate. How exciting for you. And, and tell me about the reaction of your family during the week. This is enormous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, obviously very exciting still being, being only young. Um, my family, it was very unexpected for my family and myself, but um, overall, yeah, very exciting, as I said before. Riley, you must be stoked. Well done, mate. I've been watching you over the weeks there and doing really, really well. Uh, how was the, um, the uh, how was it communicated to you? Was it, did Ange give you a call directly? Um, no, I was called by a, a representative there, there at the FA, um, and, and he explained it to me. I was a bit lost for words at the start, <laughs> to be honest, but yeah, yeah. Have you spoken to Ange since? Has he, has he called you at all? Um, no, no, I haven't, I haven't spoken directly to Ange. Okay, so what happens from now? When does this, do you get together for a, a training camp or anything along those lines? Um, they name the 23-man the man squad and then from there they'll, they'll go into the training camp and, and then play the World Cup qualifying games. Rally, Phil Stubbins here, mate. Listen, we've, we've been pumping your tyres up for weeks and weeks now and to actually see you getting named in the squad, I think it's fantastic, not only for yourself but for young kids coming through in the game. And you've really improved of late. What I wanted to ask you was something of your mindset and how you feel you're going to approach being involved in the in the Socceroos. You've had your night and, and dreamt about how things are going to pan out for you possibly, but how's your mindset entering into this camp? 
Um, I think it's just going to be a, a great experience. I think I'm just going to take it all in my stride. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously very young. I'm going to learn from the players and, and the coaches are there. I'm just looking through the squad as well. A lot of young players like yourself have been named. Uh, and Have you had a lot of experience with these boys over the years? Have you played in representative teams with many of the fellas moving through the grades? Um, not not really. I'm, I'm not really that... Um that known to, to all the other players in there. I was in and out of, of senior team training um, last year and I got to know a few of them, but not too much. I wasn't really playing with them as a junior. Yeah, right. What about your journey? Where did you start? And, and tell us about the clubs you've played for along the way. Um, well, I started when I was four at um, Gawler Eagles, yeah. which is a club in the north. And I played um, with them all the way up until I was 14, until I made some representative sides and then finally into the into the youth team at Adelaide and then, and then the senior team. So Gawler Eagles. Uh, now tell me about, I, I want to know a bit about them. What strip do they wear? They wear like a, a, gold, a golden blue, yeah. golden blue strip. Yeah. Okay, and who and, is, who is your main coach out there? Anyone that really influenced you? Um, well, I had a few few coaches, but the main, there was probably two, I think. Um, one was, was Chris Hodgson and, and the other was Lee Newman. Fantastic. Riley, going in and soccer is just going to take you to a different level there, uh, obviously, and that's when people start to pay attention when they see the names coming through. Have you got aspirations to play overseas? Um, obviously, that's that's um, everyone's goal as a professional footballer, but I think at the moment I've just got to focus on my football here at the club, and I think these things will just, just take care of themselves. Riley, I'm getting back now into the, the local scene. Obviously, bringing yourself back down to earth a little bit, but you've got some important <laughs> games coming up. Yep. The the ACL, obviously, what was your experience of, of going over there and playing overseas in Asia? And then what do you think you're going to bring to the table against Jeju next week? Um, yeah, yeah, it was a great experience playing against these players that, that have played at the, the very highest level. But I think um, with the coming games against Jeju, I think the team's well prepared and, and we should be able to give it a good shot. It's all good experience for you, Rally. Now, listening into next week's game against the Raw as well, you got a great opportunity there, but um, what's what's the mood in the camp in terms of getting them some points, some extra points that's going to get them up the ladder, and how important is it not to get that wooden spoon for you? Yeah, it's it's very important. It's just, no team wants the wooden spoon. I think the the boys are always driven. We've been driven since since week one, but things just haven't gone our way. But yeah, in the camp, it's, it's always a good mood, and, and we just want to get the win out there. Good on you, mate. Now listen, positional wise, the pledge was the six. You can play as an eight or a ten. What's your opinion on your best position, Riley? Um, I think my position is is a box to box number eight, but I think I'm I'm quite versatile in that I can play as a six, which which is which is what I've been thrown into. Yeah, that's a good answer. And and lastly, from me, just your own improvements in yourself, Riley. What what have you learned about yourself getting to this point from having this real inclusion this year? Um, I've learned that when when given the opportunity as a youngster, it's um. It's something that, that any youngster can really take in their stride and, and really improve on a, on a really, really quick level, um, which, is, which is what's happened with me, yeah. Some mm. good self-belief and confidence. Well yeah, done, mate. For sure. Oh, Riley, well done, mate. Thanks for getting up early on a Saturday to take our call. And, mate, it's great news. Let's hope we Brilliant. see you in the green and gold, mate. Well done. Good on you, son. No worries. Good on you, mate. Thanks, guys. Well done. Riley McGree, the 18-year-old at Adelaide United. Uh, what do you like about him, Phil? What are his strengths? Look, I like everything about him. He's got a good first touch. He's a football brain. He can play the game in such a way, as he mentioned, he's box-to-box. So it brings a lot of defensive attributes as well. He can score a goal. He's, he's good at assisting. Yep. He's actually quite a, a complete player. player. Where yeah. he goes from this point on, I think it depends on Raleigh. If he keeps his feet firmly cemented on the floor and he keeps working hard, 
then I think he's got the potential to go and play overseas. Very gutsy. Uh, he gets in about the game right from the start. He's, he's capable of scoring goals. He's quick. As you say, he's playing in that, that eight role and um, box to box. Fantastic. When he says box to box, I mean, he, he's working hard up and back. He's a runner. Up and back. He's, he's a, a team runner. player. He's yeah. working hard for the team. He's doing all the things that are necessary to try and win the game in, in both components. And in that, in that role, subs, as we all know, you, you need a, an engine and a half to, to do that role. It's a, it's a, it's a hard gig yep. going box to box. And, he he's, and well. he's, got, he's got the goods there. He does it well. It's the Real Football Show. Our special guest was Riley McGree for CMI Toyota, South Australia's number one Toyota dealer. The Real Football Show on Triple M, thanks to CMI Toyota. Coming up next, it's Dead Set Legends. KG and Jars talking to Jackson Trengo from Port Adelaide. Terry McAuliffe about the Adelaide Cup. And Rodney Hogg about the uh, the Test Series in India, which has been very controversial. Right now, they were talking real football. Albert, you've been sitting on a couple of massive stories for the last couple of weeks. Is it time to drop them or not? Uh, maybe. Yeah, just... Uh... On the Fortnite, what do you mean, maybe. Come on, Albie, stop sitting on the fence, mate. Okay, okay. Bated breath here. On the Fortnite, Archie Knox, uh, do you know it there? And uh, uh, Ali McCoy's uh, name's been mentioned to, to possibly come to Australia. To do to what? To take a coaching gig. Ali McCoy. Ali McCoy. Which club are you Scottish talking about? Scottish superstar. Famous man he is, and uh, profile and plus. He's a legend. Now, legend of the game. Where's he been managing up until now, up until recently? Well, Glasgow Rangers, he's, uh, he's he coached there for uh, a lot of years. Yeah. And then when, uh, then when they went sour a wee bit, he, he left. Um, but, uh, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a guy that would be good for the country. He's a, he's a good good lad. No doubt about that. So, Ali McCoy to coach in Australia. Yep. Which club do you think? Well, Melbourne City's up there, yeah. I think. Uh, okay. Adelaide. Um, Adelaide Wellington. United. So he, but he wants a job here, is what you're saying. He wants a lifestyle change. I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago. So you've spoken, it's gone from I spoke to Archie Knox, now well, you've spoken to Ali McCoy. Well, he's confirmed. Great uh, player, by confirmed. the way. Great well, player. Well, prolific goal scorer. Yeah. Prolific. But he'd be good for the game. So what I read, what I read into this is you actually know a heck of a lot more than what you're saying. You started off saying oh, I, I spoke do, to Archie Knox. I've been... Uh, I don't want to give too much information at this point in time. <laughs> well, <Dutch. laughs> you're like an open book. The more I ask, the more comes out. So Ali McCoy is possibly going to coach Adelaide United now. He went from he might come to Australia. Well, look, there's a, there'll be a few. There'll be a few. There's a few roles coming up. Let's be right, honest about okay. it. At the end of yep. the year, uh, there'll be a few roles, and he's been made aware of that. All right. Can I throw another name at you? Another yep. Scotsman, Graham Sunis. What do you know about him? Well, Sunis has been mentioned to come as well. Um, he's he's always made it clear that he's he fancies coming to live in, in Australia. That would and how be big, enormous. How big would that be, lads? Oh, Graham Sunis yeah, in Sunis. our league. Yeah, fantastic. He's um, obviously presents exceptionally well. He's been an unbelievable player as well. Great reputation and of the highest profile. Mm. Yep. But he's insinuated in many occasions Shoot. that uh, he'd love to come and live in Australia. Mm. Now, did you speak to him personally? I never. Right. I spoke to his. Uh, former agent, who was mm -hmm. George Best's agent, right. Bill McMurdo. That's a there's mouthful. A, there's a You've blast got to be Scottish past. to be able to say that like you that. Do. Bill you do. McMurdo. There you go. There you go. Now, uh, we're running out of time. What what can you tell me about Robbie Fowler, former Liverpool superstar? <coughs> Robbie Fowler, um, he's been mentioned to be coaching West Adelaide. If they get West Adelaide? West Adelaide. Great. Um, helping them with their, their application. And, so not uh, in the NPL. We're not talking about here locally. We're talking if they go the next step. If there's a, an extension of the league, uh, an expansion of the league, he'll he'll be the one. They tell me, fantastic. He'll uh, 
lead the the charge there All for right, West Adelaide. Brilliant. Some good goss. Hey, uh, just quickly before we wrap it up, uh, the NPL uh, got underway last night. West Torrens Bacallo with a big win over Cumberland, three one. You were there, uh, Albie. Yeah, had, boys, had, your boys played very well there. Burks played well. Um, the Japanese lads. Yeah, very, very good goals. indeed. Yep. Especially the, the young kid on the, the left side. What mm. a good player. He could step up, Stubbsy, uh, to the A-League for sure. Could he really? I do. Mm. Really they played, a, they played a practice game last year against United, and he scored two very good goals. He bamboozled United, I can tell you. So maybe he should be playing. Well, he life. scored a superb goal last night. That's yep. superb. Yep. Okay, uh, Comets take on Metro Stars today. That'll be a very good... Gee, Comets are on fire. They beat Blue Eagles 6-0 last week. Yep, yep, that was a big big uh, win for Comets. Uh, speaking of Blue Eagles, they're up against Adelaide City. Uh, now, is Blue Eagles, have they sacked their manager or has he left or walked away? Well, rumour has it that... Um, well, it's been a lead. Triple M's The Real Football Show Catch-Up. Saturday mornings from 7am for CMI Toyota. SA's number one Toyota dealer.